Hello, welcome to the SSFF pod. My name is Craig Turner and after last week's little international break, we are back for game week 15. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is a podcast um, which is about the Sky Sports fantasy football game. Uh, this is an unofficial podcast, so this is not licensed by Sky Sports, but I'm just a big fan of it, so I thought I'd do a podcast. So this is for um, players and teams that you want to put in your side, um, some ideas, some um, I'll go through the fixtures week by week and tell you some captain choices that you should might look at and players that you should be having a look at as well to put in your fantasy football team. You can contact the pod at the SS ffpod at gmail.com with any um, questions you want to ask and any tips and stuff that you want to give out to people as well. So I hope you're enjoying. So let's talk about the last game week. Game week, uh, not fifth, not 14 because it doesn't exist. Game week 13. So game week 13 uh, provided me with a comfortable score of 74. So anyone that's new, I usually say any score above 65 is a good week. Um... The team that um, was top of the week that week was a team called Team Bravo. They scored 151 points. And currently at the moment, still top of the league, um, is first 11, XI, uh, is top with 1,139 points so far. So you can see that last week, um, not far off um, maximum, like, you know, you know, half got half the points that are on offer in terms of the po- top point scorer. Uh, in terms of uh, players who we'll talk about in a second, uh, it was a really bad week for players generally. There, there was only one real stand-up player um, last week, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, yeah, last week it was sort of points were spread evenly across teams last week or last game week, so there wasn't any real standout player to look out for or to have in your sides um, last week because um, Salah didn't score, Mane didn't. Uh, I can't remember Manny score. I can't remember who Liverpool played, but um, Manny didn't really, you know, Liverpool didn't really do the business that you'd thought they would. Um, there were some teams that you thought, oh, they would win comfortably, never did. So it was a very interesting game week last um, last time round. Uh, so there is a podcast team as well. So the podcast team is made out of the best players in that position at that time. So I'll go for a four-three-three formation, and it's the best players in them positions. So that scored me 80 points. So for the first week that I've, since I've set that up, it actually outscored my personal team. Um, not by much, but it's still outscored. So 80 points were scored with that team. That was really, really um, nice to see, actually, uh, that, that some of the top players actually performed uh, last game week. Now, let's talk about the top players from last time round. So top players from last game week were Cancelo. He scored 22 points. And 22.9% of the fantasy football population have him in their side. So that was a really good week for him if you had him in because he played really well against United. Then after that, you've got two players on 14. So you had Trossard from Brighton. And 1.8% of uh, fantasy football players have him in the side. He's played really, he was playing really well before the um, international break. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what he does next, next game. Um, they've got Villa, which uh, will be a tough game now that with a new manager in charge. And then uh, Pablo Fornell has also scored 14. Um, only 3% of the uh, fantasy football population have him inside. So uh, West Ham are playing really well. And um, definitely um, worth to have a look at this week. Um, 
He scored against Aston Villa in the previous week, if I remember rightly. And he played well against Liverpool uh, last week. So there you go. Just remember who Liverpool played. After that, Conor Gallagher. He scored 13. And um, more people are now starting to get onto the Conor Gallagher bandwagon by having him inside. He scored 13% have him in the side. Um, he is um, second in the midfield scoring, and we'll talk about that later on. So he's definitely someone to have in your side. And randomly, a Newcastle player comes in. That's not Alan Samaximan. It was Isaac Hayden. He scored 11 and uh, 0.1 point. No, sorry, 0.11 of the population have him. And why would you, to be honest? Because they're not defensively sound and uh, they're just not that good. So anyone that had him in, they've got him in for maybe the Newcastle fan. But there's no reason to have Isaac Hayden in your side at all. And um, going forward, I'd be the same. Don't have him. There's just no point having him in yet at the moment until to see what Newcastle does after January. Then that might change. Okay, so that was last week. Last game week, sorry. Not last week. Sorry, I keep saying that. Right. Saturday's games. This first week back from the international break. This Saturday, you've got uh, first game up is uh, Leicester against Chelsea. So that's your 12.30 kickoff. And at 12 o'clock, your sides are locked in. So you need to make your decisions before then. Then at 3 o'clock, you've got Wolves West Ham. Watford versus Man United. Norwich against Southampton. Uh, Newcastle against Brentford. Burnley against Palace. Villa against Brighton, and then at half five, you've got Liverpool against Arsenal. Then on Sunday, you've got two o'clock, which is uh, Man City against Everton. And then at 4.30, you've got Spurs versus Leeds. So on Saturday, you have got a lot to pick from on Saturday in terms of captain choices. But again, you haven't, you're limited in terms of what you can do and what you should do. So it can be a, bit of a tricky one this week uh, coming up because there's no real standout game in this. But we'll talk about Saturday's games coming up now. So, first game, as we always talk about on this week um, on the pod, is Leicester against Chelsea. So that's the first game of the weekend. That's the game that locks you in into your captain choices and your decision-making. Now, this game is typical, is a really tough one to call because um, Mason Mount should be back from his injury layoff and illness. Um by having teeth, uh, with some teeth removed. If you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend it. It's really funny. Lukaku's still a doubt going into this game, and I think Timo Werner is still a doubt. So this is recorded at uh, 20 past one on Thursday, and there's been no real team news coming out from anyone at the moment. So in terms of um, teams and stuff, in terms of selection, it is just a random guess at the moment because no one's done their press conferences yet that I'm looking at. So um, it's going to be very hard to know who's going to be inside this coming week. Um, Steven Gerrard's done one, but Steven Gerrard's just done a rant, just another, just a general team news, really. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, no one's really, no one's really done a press conference yet. Um, yeah, so it's difficult to see who's going to be in the sides, who's not. And who's out with injury during the international break. Um, this game's a tricky one to call because Leicester are, are not playing great, but they're getting results. But they're not the, they're not Leicester that we knew of last year yet. And that will come um, and they will hit some form. But I don't know about Chelsea. And um, Chelsea want to get back into winning ways after drawing against, chucking a, a, 
a win really basically against Burnley last game week. So um, yeah, it's going to be a tricky one to call in terms of a captain choice. Of course, if you're going to have to go, if you want to go with anyone in this game, then Vardy, of course, will always be a good shout. Maybe even a Chelsea defender might be a good call as well on this one. Um, because um, it it might be a very tight game and there might be only one goal in it potentially. This is where I get it all wrong and it'll be like a 3-3 or a 3-2 game on Saturday and it will really start the weekend off really well. So that's potentially what could happen. So be prepared for that. Um, if I was going to go anywhere this week for captains, I would look at the Man United-Watford game actually. Um Watford, you just don't know what what Watford team's going to show up. Um, Watford have only won game one one game out of three since uh, Ranieri's been in charge. Um, might be one in four actually. Um, so, and that was against Everton, who were having heavy injury crisis at the time, and still are. So you sort of look at that going, okay, they played reasonably well against Arsenal, but still came away with a loss. Um, ben Foster got a nice little penalty bonus save, which is great. And he got a save bonus as well. So that was a good week for him. Um, I think if you're going to go anywhere this week, you've got to go main um, strikers and you've got to go Rashford, Greenwood and Ronaldo. Um, even one of them would be ideal uh, to put in your side. And maybe even Fernandez, if you haven't got Fernandez, put him in as well. Um, to get you some points this week, I think. I think they'll be the, the comfortable bet. But... You just don't know with Man United at the moment. You just don't know what side's going to turn up. Um, I think having two weeks off would have done them the world of good. Um, there were players that didn't play internationally, like Greenwood, Rashford, Sancho. They didn't all play internationally, and they've had a little bit of a rest as well. Uh, I'm not sure if Ronaldo... I think Ronaldo played all his all the weekend as well, over the international break, so there's a chance that he might not play, but it probably will. Cavani's not fit yet, so yeah, there's definitely um, an interesting team that's going to be coming out, especially after the loss of Man City and how bad and awful they were as well. So there needs to be things done to that side, and um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but I definitely think this week, if you're going to go captains, look at the main like Watford, uh, Watford main like game for a captain there. On the Watford side of things, then Ben Foster is probably a good bet to have in your side at the moment because he's playing well. And he'd probably get a save bonus out of you as well. But at the same time, it looks like Watford could concede. So you're just sort of tossing up on that side of things. So you've got to balance that. Next game. So we'll go three o'clock again. Uh, Wolves against West Ham. Now, I think this game is going to be game of the day because both sides are playing well. And what walls are just not clicking just yet, but they're very attacking. Uh, watching them against Everton a couple of weeks back, they were really good against Everton, but then they lost against Palace. So it's I, I think what walls could be that side where they win a few games, lose a few games, win a few games, lose a few games. We just don't know what this is going to be. So um, definitely a, a tricky one to call. Um, Wolves haven't really got any standout players to go. Yes, you've got to have them inside. A lot of people will say Jimenez, but he doesn't score fantasy football points. Um, so I would maybe stay away from a Wolves player. If you're going to go Wolves anyway, I would maybe look at the goalkeeper, Jose Sar, because um, he's done really well so far in terms of points. But he's a goalkeeper. It's You won't put a goalkeeper as captain for this one. If you're going to put anyone as captain for this game, um, Antonio, of course, he hasn't scored... 
for a couple of games for West Ham, but he scored an absolute rocket for Jamaica at the weekend, uh, midweek. So definitely have a look at that goal because um, the guy that miskicked the ball after the goal, goal went in was hilarious because he fell over. Um, and also Pablo Fornells, he scored a couple of good weeks the last few weeks. International break might have just stopped some of that momentum rolling. And also Declan Rice, always scoring you three to five points. Tackle pass bonus at least. He will get you in there. So definitely have a look at that one for your game. Um, another game to look at, actually, is um, uh, Newcastle-Brentford. Now, um, I've said this before about Brentford in the other pod, in the average pod. So um, have a look and listen, listen to that. But Eddie House back is back in charge. And um, also... Brentford are very attacking. So this could be a really tricky game for Eddie Howe this weekend, actually. Um, Brentford are wanting to get back into winning ways and getting back into positive results as well after losing last week again um, to Norwich. Um, Ivan Tony, of course, you've got to have a look at him. He's very cheap to put in your side. Um, definitely someone to look at. Um, but with Newcastle, you'd think that Newcastle's momentum of having Eddie Howe back in charge, being at home under this new stewardship. The fans are going to be re up for it, and the atmosphere is going to be incredible at St. James's Park. So I would maybe go look at maybe Callum Wilson to put in, goal, uh, put in, in his side, possibly, if you've got a striker option you want to put in. Uh, definitely have a little dabble in that as well. Last game on Saturday is Liverpool against Arsenal. Of course, you've got to go for top point scorer Mo Salah at the moment. He is streaks ahead of everyone in terms of point scoring. And after the last game that Liverpool had against West Ham, it was 3-0. Um, you'd think Liverpool will want to come out all guns blazing in this game because conceding three against West Ham, they will not be happy about. Um, Salah, Mane, of course, if you've got either of them in your side, make them captain. Highly recommend it. But Arsenal are playing really well. They've not lost a game in 10 at the moment. And Aaron Ramsdale is playing really well. I've said this a couple of times through the last few pods about Aaron Ramsdale. To have a look at him in your fancy as well as a goalkeeper to put in. Um, for me, I've gone for a really expensive goalkeeper. So I've gone Allison. I think, is in my side. But Aaron Ramsdale is a slightly little cheaper option. Not massively cheaper, but he's a cheaper option. And he's always going to get a save bonus. He will get a save bonus in this game completely. Issue being with this game is will Arsenal concede a lot of goals? Because this game tends to bring a lot of goals up and not necessarily for Arsenal either. It tends to be Liverpool that gets the goals and Liverpool tend to be playing, play really well against Arsenal and seems to suit Arsenal's style of play. So um, it's going to be a really good game on Saturday night and it will be a different Arsenal team from previous years. But I just think Liverpool will have enough to do it. And if you're going to captain anyone on Saturday, look at this game and look at the main United game, like I said before. Okay? So we'll conclude there on the Saturdays. Now, Sundays. This is an, You've only got two games to pick from. Now, this is going to be an interesting one. Man City versus Everton. Everton have still got injuries and still got players coming back. So I would stay away from an Everton side. But if you have got an Everton defender in there there might be a possibility that there's going to be a lot of tackle bonuses coming out this way for them also Pickford will probably get a save bonus this weekend so have a look at that if you want some extra points um Man City of course you've got to have a Man City a few Man City players I've got Foden and De Bruyne in mine so and Kyle Walker so you've got to have them in your sides really especially Phil Foden he's 
playing really well for Man City. Didn't score over the international break, but again, pass bonuses are crucial, especially if you've got him as a captain in these games. Just double up the points there. So it's very, very good to have. Um, but the Man City side might be slightly changed and it might not be their strongest side they put out, not the side they put out against Man United. And they probably won't see, Pep won't do the same tactics. I've always said Pep hates uh, fantasy football, so, and he can't predict a Pep side. So I would have a Man City player as a captain, but expect changes because they've got PSG midweek. So, and that's, that's the important game for them because it's about who wins that group and they will want to make sure they win that group so they get an easy draw in the next round, blah, blah, blah. We're not talking about, that's not fancy, but that will be talking for the average. So, it might be slightly weakened or slightly changed and there'll be players rested in that as well. So, I would direct you to Spurs versus Leeds on Sunday at 4.30. Conte's first game as uh, Spurs manager at home in the Premier League. So, Kane, I put him in your side. Start looking at Kane in your side now. He has scored seven goals in the last two games. Yes, it was against um, San Marino and Albania. I I get that. They're not teams of Premier League standard of Premier League quality by any stretch. But it's the fact he scored seven goals. That's just getting the juices flowing again because people have said that he struggled with Spurs. And now with Conte coming inside and demanding what he wants, and I think also with Conte, he knows what he's got in his striker with Kane there. So I think there might be an arm around him as well just to bring him back up to that confidence level of playing in a Spurs shirt. Leeds are not playing great, and they're not getting the results that they were getting last year, and it'll be a tricky game for Leeds this time round, especially in the Premier League where Conte is going to be really up for it. He's had a couple of weeks with the Spurs players that weren't there playing international football. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely have a look at Kane scoring this weekend. So it could be a really good bet to put in your fantasy football. So have a look at that. Um, I will say this now, only 14% of the players have Kane in the side. And that 14 is probably a little bit lower than what that actually is because there'll be players that are not playing fantasy football now that have him in the side and have completely forgotten about the fantasy football. So I would say maybe in terms of active players, that might be a little bit less in terms of who has him in the side. So definitely worth a little bit of a look. In terms of the lead side of things, Rafinha is scoring really big points. And uh, we'll talk about Rafinha in a bit. He scored a free kick against Leicester. He scored against Norwich. Uh, again, the international break might have just come at the wrong time for him. Um, normally you get players come in the form and they'll score some really good points. And especially now, this is the point where you need to look at some players and we'll go through the monthlies in a couple of weeks on who scored the most points in the month because that will give you an indication on, in terms of players to put in your side going into December and going into the Christmas period because that's where you'll see players will really come into some form at that point. And that's where the titles could potentially be won in them Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City. So we'll go through that in the next couple of weeks. So let's go through the top players so far. Top uh, three players in each position or top players with the same points potentially as well. Now we're going to talk about goalkeepers. So Mendy is still top with 75 points. So he's cementing himself there. Then second place, you've got Ramsdale. And I've said about Ramsdale for the last few weeks, if he started Arsenal, I think he would be top goal. I think generally he'd be point, top point scorer now. 
So that could be someone to look out for in the next few weeks that Ramsdale might go ahead of Mendy and then I would put him in once that happens. So keep listening out in the next few weeks when Ramsdale pumps up that score title. Then you've got Southampton goalkeeper McCarthy on 63. So the top goalkeepers in terms of Allison and Edison are not in this top three anymore. They were at the start, but they've dropped out. And now you've got McCarthy in. Now they've got uh, Norwich at the weekend and possible another clean sheet bonus could come his way. Um, so because Southampton haven't lost a game in four at the moment and they've kept clean sheets. So that's why his numbers are high. And also McCarthy gets clean bone, uh, gets save bonuses as well. So definitely worth a look, a little bit of a look and maybe including your side as you go through next couple of weeks, especially with the fixtures compiling up as they are. Then we'll go into defenders. Defenders haven't really changed that much. Uh, Cancelo is now starting to pull away um, at the top. Um, I think he's now the second top point scorer in fantasy football next to Salah. So maybe have a look at Cancelo. Um, it's tricky with Man City, like I've said before, because Man City chop and change their side a lot. And especially with Pep going into the, win into the winter, into Christmas months, he will switch and chop and change a lot. Next up, you've got Ruben Diaz with 72 points. And then third place, you've got Rudiger and Trent Alexander-Arnold on 71. So there you've got your top three sides. You've got your Liverpool, your Man City and your Chelsea all in that top three bracket there. Again, look at Chilwell potentially coming in. Um, scored lots of points recently, lots of goals. Um, he's on really good form. Um, so there's definitely somewhere to look out there. Midfielders. You've got two new entries into midfield this week. Um, so, Conor Gallagher, he's now top with 83. Um, he's now just gradually just come in. He scored a goal against Wolves, even though it was deflection. Um, he scored, and he scored against Man City. So, he's had some couple of really good weeks. Uh, he played for Man England, so there will be some big uh, performances coming in this week. And they do have, coming into the weekend, Burnley. So... With Conor Gallagher, it is looking likely that he might score some more points this week as well. So again, the captain choices, like I've said, maybe look at Conor Gallagher. They've got Burnley, Palace are playing well, but Burnley are playing well as well. Burnley are now coming into that form, that part of the season where they get results. Uh, after that, in second place, you've got Rafinha on 68. Rafinha's had two good weeks, game weeks going, like I said earlier. Scored a free kick and scored a goal against Norwich. But I think the international break might have just taken that form away a little bit, potentially. Who knows? And the travelling. And then, in third place, you've got Jared Bowen for West Ham. He's on 67. So he's come out from nowhere, actually, Jared Bowen, um, after the last few performances he's had. Um, he's literally just overtaken Tielemans, so who was playing really well for Leicester and scoring goals. So Tielemans is now fourth. So again, have a look at Bowen, have a look at Gallagher. Definitely worth have a look this weekend. And the strikers, if you've listened previous pods, nothing has changed in that sense. You've got Salah, who's now, who is the top point scorer in fantasy football. You've got Vardy and you've got Antonio. Uh, and Mane's in fourth, but he's about 15 points behind Antonio. So next week, don't be surprised if these three are still the same. Um, both, you know, they've all got hard fixtures this week. You know, Salah with Arsenal, Vardy with Chelsea and Wolves with Antonio. So very tricky games for them to score points. But with Salah, I expect him to score a couple of goals. This, or maybe a goal, maybe a man of match, maybe an assist. 
this weekend so definitely worth to look at um in terms of the sides this week in terms of any changes i'm not going to make any drastic trainers to the fantasy football this week because only reason why is that we've got some really big game weeks coming up in the next few weeks so next week for example you've got a little bit of a big pod next week so next week's pod, you have got a Saturday game, a Sunday game, a Tuesday game, and a Wednesday game, and a Thursday game. So we've got a lot to discuss next week with the games going in, because there will be injuries, there will be red cards, there'll be suspensions all through that as well. Then, after that, you've got a nice little quiet week where it's only two get three match days. Then you're going in December, where there's another four it was a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday. So many games. So we need these transfers to hold off a little bit for the next few weeks because we've got some big game weeks coming in and some big points to be had coming into them weeks. So captains this week, I've decided to make a Salah captain for the Liverpool game on Saturday. And I've got Phil Foden on Sunday for the um, Everton game. But I've still got Allison on the side. I've got Killerman, who, again, got West Ham. So hopefully, nice clean sheet. Rudiger, clean sheet, hopefully, against Leicester. All that I'm hoping for. And then midfielders, I'm still keeping the midfielders as they are. So we'll see how that goes. I might need to change them soon because I'm starting to lose a bit of confidence in my midfield. But we'll see. We will see. But at the same time, I am averaging out a nice little 70 points per per week. And if I can keep that up for the whole game you know, over the next few months that'll put me up in the standings in terms of the fantasy football in terms of the pod team not a lot's gone i've gone for the pod side i've gone salah as captain and i've gone cancelo as well for the sunday game um again there might be some changes over the next couple of weeks because i've got trevor shallaber in my in the side he scored well but I, with the transfers i've got 2.8 million to spend um it's a tricky one, really, because if I take him out, he doesn't provide me with a lot of money. He provides me with 10.3 million. So what would that get me? Let's have a look. Let's go points. Uh, da, da, da. I can get Ruben Diaz. I can't get Ruben Diaz. I can't get Trent. I can oh, and get Virgil van Dijk. There we go. Let's put him in. Um, another another place to look out for is um, Livermento for Southampton, actually. Looking at him, he's on 63. And uh, he is currently one, two. He's actually eighth at the moment. So could be pumping up the charts next week if Southampton get a nice little clean sheet. So definitely have a look at that going into the game weeks. Um, take There's some doubts over the Lecton Rice, by the way. Um, anyone that wants to know that? Lecton Rice has got a little bit of a doubt over his fitness. Uh, I've put Rafinha back in the side because I've got Rafinha on my other side. And keep Tiedemans in because I have confidence in him. Keep strikers as they are. And Mendy, of course, needs to stay. Oh, no, I can't, I can't have him in. Ooh, what's going on here? Uh, how much money have I got? I'm doing live transfers right now. 7.5, so 7.5 million. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep Declan Rice in. All right, so one transfer made. Virgin van Dijk's been put in for Trevor Chalabar. So... That's the end of the pod, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week for a bumper edition with lots of games to talk about. Okay, I hope you have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the football. See you soon. Bye.